Cafe Anyway. Look at this. We're here at Cafe Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. It's FF episode 2642, 2642. How are you? Mike's Daily Podcast. If you are listening to this on July 20th, You're going to learn something And it's with Mike Because it's National Moon Day And it's not Moon Pie Day It's National Moon Day So that means various things Or does it? Mike's Daily Podcast I mean, it's funny We all know what a moon refers to sometimes But then there's Mike's The Daily Cosmic Podcast Interplanetary Yeah Interplanet Janet No, there's the, the, of course The big old thing that'll shine down on you Maybe tonight, I don't know Is this, Was the moon out last night? Ah, I've just been busy You know what I have not been too busy for? Lollipops Oh, they're the best thing ever Especially when you're bald And you gotta have a lollipop And say, who loves you, baby? Because it's required But that's what today is also And it's National Fortune Cookie Day There is a fortune cookie factory that's well known in San Francisco Don't know if it's actually still open But if you're listening to this on the 20th Now if you're listening to this tomorrow on the 21st What the? There's so much going on It's National Junk Food Day The Fascinating Material Project If you need any help Junk food wrappers can be found On every street Corner that, that They are basically what constitutes What we call litter Litter is created by Junk food wrappers Thank you junk food wrappers They're bad for your body They're bad for society And I'm going to start a whole new movement Now when you say A movement A catchphrase Are you really saying Hashtag The podcast picture is a beautiful picture From this past Sunday We were in Half Moon Bay And it was so hot Inland Thus causing big clouds To hover over the beach But when the sun sets at Half Moon Bay There seems to be at least one moment It may not last very long But there'll be cotton candy skies And it feels like you're immersed in cotton candy All around you And that's what we saw on Sunday And you can see a picture of that in the harbor there It's Pillar Harbor I think is what it is called See it at mikesdailypodcast.com And here's the late great Basil the Boxer Who went with me to that very spot in Half Moon Bay Years and years ago Trillions in real estate wealth What? Welcome to the 2023 HELOC boom Americans are increasingly tapping Their greatest resource of wealth Getting home equity lines of credit To borrow against the value of their properties Which skyrocketed in the pandemic real estate rally Americans collectively Had $28.7 trillion worth of home equity At the end of the first quarter this year Meanwhile, tappable equity, that is at $9.3 trillion. 
HELOCs have become more popular as mortgage rates surge from record lows, making cash out refinancing unattractive to most homeowners. Typically, there's an upfront fee, though, for opening a HELOC, but interest does not accrue until the funds are used. And then that's when they start getting their cut. In 2023, annual HELOC organizations rose 34% from the prior year. Yep, jumped up 34% last year. And now there are, as far as HELOC loans, something like 1.41 million individual loans going on. So a lot of people are doing that. My mom had something like that, a reverse mortgage, and she pulled money out of the house. But meanwhile, there's this big old interest of, you know, that she's... You will travel into the incredible universe. That she owes on the house. Well, actually, it didn't matter until she passed. And then there was the big amount due on the house. Mike's out of left field recordings. Recording everything. Captures actions that will never again be repeated. And you just gotta, you gotta have a lot of professionals helping you. It's going to cost you some money. Don't know if mom was ready for that. I think she thought it would just be easy. And there were no, uh, there were phone numbers and websites, but never could get a hold of anybody. And I'm not the type that can stay. Some of you are, you're really skilled because you can sit on the phone for hours waiting for that person at your health insurance Or maybe you're trying to call uh, the Hayward or Alameda County uh, uh, traffic. That's what I'm trying to get a hold of. (laughs) There's a intersection in just outside of, I think it's probably San Leandro. But it is, there's a uh, intersection where the traffic signal to turn left has like frozen and you will sit there till your dying day waiting for it to turn green. A fine article. Call, 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 call. City Great Fact Article. Article. That's right. Maddox and Mission Boulevard, where Maddox turns into Hampton Road. So they make it slightly complicated. But that light right there, if you're trying to make a left and go up the hill there onto Maddox Road, you'll be waiting until you are growing a beard. Even if you're not one that can grow a beard. If you want to grow a beard, that's a perfect place to wait <laughs> for all those years. But yes, so that's what I am in the I am in the process of trying to fix this issue. I've gotten a hold of their website. I found out acgov.org. And there's somewhere on their website that you can report these things. If they will actually act on it, I don't know. But when you're sitting there in the hot sun, as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Anyway. The last place on earth. It's no fun. Oh, so Margot Robbie is going to be Barbie. Most of you know that, but apparently in the last podcast, I did not. And it's not Ryan Reynolds who's playing Ken. It's Ryan Gosling. And for some reason, I always called him Ryan Gosling Jr. And my lovely lady friend was like, no, there's no junior at the end. Is it because you're thinking of Lewis Gossett Jr.? And I thought, oh, 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 
I got old man brain How fun Just like that RFK Jr Or RK What is he? He is RFK Jr Republicans in Congress Brought Democratic presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. To Capitol Hill To help them amplify One of their core political messages They've been victimized By a conspiracy Between shadowy forces In the government And big tech That's what you hear All the time On conservative radio That's what you hear All the time If you're Going on Was it Rumble and yes, if you lo- if you believe all that, well, that's where you want to be. Kennedy, the son of Robert F. Kennedy and nephew of President John F. Kennedy, had long been a critic of vaccines before all this went crazy. Yes, years and years ago, there was a guy I knew through a friend. I followed him on Instagram. He always had these cool pictures, and he's a film editor or something like that in Hollywood. And he one day goes, hey, I got a job working on a a documentary about vaccines and how they're bad for us. And oh, hey, I got to meet Robert F. Kennedy. Woohoo. And then next thing I know, it's becoming this big old anti-vaccine Instagram page. And then I stopped following him. It just got too crazy. I was okay. That that and maybe I was jealous he's meeting all these celebrities. No, I wouldn't be jealous that he met Robert F. Kennedy, but he, he actually met some real celebrities. But during the coronavirus pandemic, Robert became a hero to those who questioned the vaccines. Kennedy's vaccine critical group, Children's Health Defense, saw its revenue double in 2020 to nearly $7 million. And visits to his website went from fewer than 150000 to a month pre-pandemic uh, that was a month before the pre. That was a month before the pandemic. But now it's up to four point five million a month. He appeared Thursday before the House Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. This is this big thing going on, where at some point, some theories are just going to be so wacko that even Republicans on this committee are going to go, "What? No." But can. Kennedy was welcomed to the hearing with a lengthy, almost reverential introduction by Representative Chip Roy of Texas. Committee Chair Jim Jordan, oh boy, he's interesting, of Ohio, a Republican, began the hearing by claiming that Kennedy had been censored by the White House just a few days into Biden's term. He pointed to an email sent January 23rd of 2021 by a mid-level staffer in the Biden White House to a Twitter official. Biden aide Clark Humphrey wrote that she wanted to flag a tweet that Kennedy had written the previous day calling the death of a baseball legend Hank Aaron at 86 suspicious because he died a few weeks after receiving the the Moderna vaccine. For COVID-19 Aaron's death was ruled by the Fulton County Georgia Medical Examiner Office To have been due to natural causes Humphrey asked Twitter To get moving on the process For having the tweet removed ASAP Jordan the Republican committee chair Used this as an example of big government Colluding with big tech To silence views That they don't like And if you dislike something in society Just throw a big in front of it (laughs) 
Amusement Park. 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 The front panel will close automatically. Please remain seated at all times. That's what I'm... Hashtag that. That's my movement. Kennedy claimed he was the first person, as the chairman pointed out, censored by the Biden administration. He said he had also been censored by the Trump administration... Though he did not provide an example Very interesting That And that was on Yahoo Well Ginormous Twitter files however are They uh, Have a subpoena For Warren's communications With the SEC FTC So Oh and You know Robert Kennedy Is a Democrat Elizabeth Warren Is a Democrat so Twitter filed a subpoena against, or rather for, Senator Elizabeth Warren's communications in recent months with the Security and Exchange Commission and Federal Trade Commission. Warren had sent a letter to the SEC on Monday calling for an investigation into Tesla and its potential conflicts of interest following CEO Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter last fall. The letter asked SEC Chairman Gary Gensler to investigate the electric car company's disclosures and how its board is managing the apparent conflicts of its chief executive officer, Elon Musk. She said Musk's moves since purchasing Twitter and becoming its CEO, while still remaining the head of Tesla, raised concerns about conflicts of interest, misappropriation of corporate assets, and other negative impacts to Tesla shareholders. That is uh, according to The Hill on msn.com. Now, that is interesting, I guess. I mentioned, speaking of Twitter yesterday, or on the last podcast, I mentioned uh, that the competition to Twitter and to Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and Meta has that new, well, it's affiliated with Instagram. They have this new, they have a new thing called Threads that's an app only. And I heard somebody complaining about the fact that it does not have a desktop version. I thought I was the only one, but I heard a couple people on the radio today on a local news talk station that's not right-leaning, a little more left-leaning. It's owned by CBS and Odyssey. And they were saying, hey, what is going on? Why is it that they don't have their own website? Now, there's already a threads.com that uses, uh, people can use that. I'm not sure exactly what it is. It has something to do with Discord. But threads has a threads.net, which you go to, and it does not, it do, all it tells you is to get the app. So a lot of people like twitter.com, and there has been a twitter.com since before the app. I remember I could have gotten a Twitter account. You needed to be invited and they had to have your phone number something like that. And all that weirded me out. (laughs) Nowadays, it's like, oh, you need my phone number? Sure, no problem. By the way, the phone number for Mike's Daily Podcast, and if you want to call Cafe anyway and chime in about how much you love Robert Kennedy or how much you love uh, Elizabeth Warren or whatever. 510-228-4640 is the phone number. So, but I wanted to say that Threads, I was talking about how well it was doing. It actually took a big drop. It dropped by 
I think from what I heard, 50% of its users, it was at something like 100 million. I think it's dropped down to 15, 50 million, which I've heard that that is common with a lot of these apps and websites that get a lot of uses and users uses and that it gets really big. But then it has it when it first comes out, but then it has a drop after a little bit. So a lot of people are saying that that is to be expected. But I don't know. A lot of people may also be using it like I've used it. I'm on there now. And I think, well, okay, this again. <laughs> I already despise Facebook. I don't really use Instagram except for the website and to post the podcast picture. And I got to do this too. So I think a lot of people don't really understand what Mark Zuckerberg is doing with threads and the fact that, well, there's all these other things involved, like you can't go to the website and whatnot. And there's not any really huge, huge names on there yet or media channels or that kind of thing, which a lot of people go to Twitter for, for news and all that. But, oh, there is this other thing I've been meaning to talk to you about since last week. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth. And this interesting thing, have you heard that Luke Combs has covered Tracy Chapman's You got a fast car. I got a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we'll make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Oh, and then the other thing that RFK said, by the way, that sounded anti-Semitic. That doesn't help him much, does it? But... We won't go into that right now. Okay. Woo! Let's see. Oh, somebody sent me an article and I won't be able to read it because it's got a pay window on it. But I will tell you, here is the headline. Luke Combs remake of Tracy Chapman's 1988 hit Fast Car. Well, that was the headline. And then I can't open it. But... It was arguing that, oh, here we go. Here's a white guy covering a woman of color's song, and he's having all the success with it, which he, at this point, he's just having a hit with it on the country charts. I think it's number one. And it is starting to cross over onto the pop charts because people are like, oh, yeah, I've heard that song. I like that song. It's nice to hear a, a male voice on it. But this article by the Washington Post is trying to say, from what my lovely lady friend was explaining to me, is trying to say, no, no, this is all racist. It's because she's a woman of color and she's a lesbian woman of color. And that's why. And look at this long list of songs and artists that were exploited by white people. But I don't see that as this. This is the case with that, because this is a song it is very bizarre as someone who worked for many years in country music to have an old 80s song come back as a hit. Back in the 90s and the uh, early O's, there was a time where country artists were covering songs that were popular right at that moment. Uh, back at One by, oh, Brian McKnight, that's right, got covered by Mark Wills. Um, the Aerosmiths, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. That was covered by Mark Chestnut. And there was a couple other cases where people were like, oh, that song's big on the pop charts. I'll cover it and have a hit with it on the country charts. But that happened and not nobody was really going back to the 80s 
to cover anything except for covering actual country songs. I think somebody covered Six Days on the Road, but that was an older song. Somebody covered, uh, oh, Alan Jackson. He covered a song by Don Williams. Oh, what a feeling it must be love. And I think that had come out in the 80s. But I don't know specifically. You were generally older, older songs from a different era, but not necessarily the 80s. It was pre-80s, most of this stuff. Oh, except for Brooks and Dunn. They did a cover of John Waits, I Ain't Missing You At All. But they sung it slightly different on the chorus. Uh, it was uh, Ronnie Dunn saying, I ain't missing you, instead of saying, I ain't missing you at all. So it sounded different. It did not become a huge hit for them. So this is standing out as a bizarre, kind of a interesting oddity in the world of country music to have someone cover the Tracy Chapman song. And now it's starting to cross over to the pop charts where it came from uh, in the first place. And it also reminded me of when that song came out, came out in the late eighties. And I remember there was right around that time, Stevie, Steve Winwood had his song roll with it, which was number one. There was, what was uh, Gloria Stefan was big. So late 80s, Bon Jovi. And Tracy Chapman came along and had this huge hit song. The other songs off that album that were pretty big, well, the only one I can think of is uh, Run Revolution. That you better run, 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 run. Don't you know talking about a revolution sounds like a whisper. And of course, Tracy Chapman, (laughs) she has had... So much success on her own. She, uh, in the 90s, had a big hit with Give Me One Reason. Give Me One Reason to Stay Here. And I have a couple of her albums. There was an album after that that I really liked that had a song called Telling Stories. That was great. So I don't know. This just seemed like a real reach. And my lovely lady friend, she'll be the first to tell you, she does that death scroll, you know, and does all that clickbait. And she's going through her... Oh, look at this story. Look at this story. Look, I don't know what she's using. One of those things that that just has story after story after story. And she's scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I think some of the stuff, even Washington Post is trying to cash in on that. But we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hi, Mac. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? Here's my horse here. <laughs> It's a disgruntled field player, tell you what. What? Luke Combs, he's a country singer. Yeah. Now, Don Williams, I know, because he had that great song called I Believe in Love. I Believe in Music. I Believe in Babies. And I Believe in You. Are those the exact lyrics? Well, could be. Like that, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it was something like that. Isn't that a Tim McGraw song? Okay. You know, it was, it's not always uh, something that you can do is remember lyrics. Or even if you do know the lyrics, remember them correctly. You mishear lyrics a lot. Is that a malpropa, malopropism? But look who else is here. 
Come on, man. Can I make delicious root beer? Awesome. Oh, look, it's in a little mason jar because we're keeping with the country theme. Mmm. Look at that. That was a bit, that went down well. Drink it right now, can't you? You know, I just drank it and you didn't have to assault me like that. But yes, in Half Moon Bay, near where that picture was that you see at mikesdailypodcast.com, I had a root beer float that was pretty awful. They give me this huge cup and they put a little bit of root beer in it. And a little bit of ice cream, but it's in this huge cup. I'm like, what are you doing? This is that same place that charged me like 4% when I went to use my credit card. For using the credit card, they added another 4%. And this is happening in all the restaurants or just about all the restaurants in the Bay Area. So be careful. Ask up front. Are you going to charge me 4% if I use my credit card? And that way you can decide if you want to. Go back to the old days when we were using cash all the time. But what do you think about all of this? And why why do you think that Barbie is going to be such a huge movie? From the clips and the promotions that I've heard and seen for it, eh, is that where we are in America? I guess a lot of people are going to go see the Oppenheimer movie and the Barbie movie simultaneously. It's gotten a lot of searches on Google. But why... I don't get it. Well, you can give me a call, 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, here is A-Frame. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled program with Mike Matthews. Malapropism. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.